friends. I want you to stop what you're doing because it's time for the Afternoons with Josh and Ken, a silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the Afternoons. That's right. We're here. Episode 20. It's a bit of an anniversary for us. 20 episodes. This began on the Knapsack Files, a backdoor pilot. <laughs> A backdoor pilot. We got uh, greenlit by ABC and yeah, transferred yeah. to NBC. Now we're streaming solely on Hulu. Now we're here. Now we're here. And we thank you guys and gals and cats and dogs for listening, spreading the word, and enjoying the silliness that goes on here. I hope you all went to Wikipedia to look up past episodes of Hams Up after <laughs> last week's show. God, some. I mean, there are some early episodes of Hams Up that if you really go back and dig, you can see it. I want to thank a lot of the people that came to the live Schmodown yeah. and said that they love listening to the afternoons. They love uh, what what you and I are doing over here, yeah. Ken. And uh, they they find everything we do to be just hysterical, but also yeah. informative. Uh, you know, and that's what we're aiming to do here: to inform. <laughs> to <laughs> that's what this show's about. We Information. are we are basically that old encyclopedia your parents still have in the oh, basement yeah. that is so outdated that it still says the Berlin Wall hasn't <laughs> fallen. Because your parents bought Encyclopedia Britannica in 86. Yeah. Like, information's not going to change. Do your book report. <laughs> yeah. Do your book report off of that. Oh, kids these days, all they have to do is go to the Wicked Netpedia and uh, look up all these things. Back in my, I had to write an uh, essay on Ulysses S. Grant yes. in like fourth grade. Did I, you ever have Encarta on, uh, on uh, CD-ROM? I, I did not, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. That was like a little bit after okay. my day. We got Encarta, and I remember you could look up things. Obviously, yep. you could look up things on it, and I looked up rap, and there was this like ten second video of Grandmaster Flash rapping, <laughs> and that was it. That was you that typed was it. in rap, and it just said, "Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do disappoint it. your parents." Uh, you know what? You're wearing this NBA Jam shirt, uh-huh. a vintage shirt. I want to take a moment to highlight the afternoons. Oh, jam I need to Venmo you. I'm going to do that right oh, now. Oh, you're going to Venmo talk. me yep. on air? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Afternoons Jam shirt designed by listener Kyle Harlow is up on TeePublic. Fantastic. TeePublic.com slash user slash Ken Knapsack. Yes, it's mine because Knapsack Files shirts, Motivations with Ken shirts up there. But that's where the afternoon shirts are. And guess what, Josh? What's that? August, our highest grossing month. For Afternoons merchandise. We are slowly taking over the world, Ken. Absolutely. You can get an Afternoons logo tee, a logo tee with us on, a logo tee without us on if you don't like our faces, and a Lone App shirt designed by uh, Kyle Harlow, the logo shirts and the logo designed by the great Brian Ward. And then uh, up now, the Afternoons Jams shirt. It's me and Josh. As NBA Jam characters. As NBA Jam characters. And I got to tell you, the best thing about it is... uh, uh, it took a long time for us to approve the design because poor Kyle was trying to not make us look like monsters. But that's just our faces. We, that think. is just what we are. <laughs> it's just what we are. Uh, and as we're speaking, uh, Josh is Venmoing me. There you uh, go. His half of the domain hosting fee. There we go. Um, this is what they call good radio. Good <laughs> radio. Pay the bills. Pay the bills. Uh, Josh, you mentioned the live schmodown. Yeah. Now we don't want to spoil uh, the time of this episode being released. Nothing. I think the second part of the schmodown, live schmodowns are being released. I think the first one's up and about. But not, yep, not the first about, one went up yesterday. Yeah, 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 at the time of this recording. Uh, but we don't want to talk, we're not even here to talk about results. We're here to talk about the experience. Yes. You and uh, Elliot Dewberry got to open up the yeah, show. Yeah, was do fun. Some live crazy make-em-ups. Uh-huh. 
It was yeah. a good time. It was a good time. I, you know, those crowds are rowdy. I don't know who brings those rainbow colored light sticks, but I feel like I'm at a circus in 1989. <laughs> Remember when you had those, um, you go to the circus and for me, it was at the civic arena where the penguins played. Okay. Parents would take us to Barnum and Bailey's every year. Cause it was an activity yep. to do with your kids. I'm sure they were miserable every second. Because there was clowns and animals and... Nothing terrifying. Yeah. This was beforehand sanitizer, so I'm sure we all, all walked out with some f- freaking weird disease. Yeah. But they had those... They were like fiber optic cables, basically. Yes. Like little mini fiber optics. Yes. And there was a light at the bottom, and it went to the end of it, and so it just lit at the end. It was like E.T.'s finger, but multiple. It was like a snare. It was like a, a brush drum that lit up. Couldn't you get some like on a spinny, whirly, yes. dervishy thing? Yep. yep. I've seen that. Oh, the I, remember, I remember going to the uh, circus. I w- went a couple times. Yeah. And That's yeah, good as a kid, you're like, wow, elephants. You not realize the elephants just like, kill me. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Watch him put his head in the tiger. The tiger's teeth. He doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> doesn't have any teeth. They, cut, they got rid of all his teeth. He can only drink milkshakes now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like going to zoos. Zoos are a little different. Not that every sure. zoo treats their animal wells, but yeah, circus. Uh, but anyway, speaking what, of circuses, yeah. No, what did you think of uh, what did you think of the live show on? Because I think it's it's yeah. really great. You know, when we first get there, it's okay. When you first get yeah. there, it's a little overwhelming because yeah. even there's so many people lined up. I mean, my car, I pulled up and people were like, Makoga. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, what's up, guys? Wow. Have berries, if I have berries, and then I'm like pulling my Honda Civic like around yeah. the bend trying to find parking. Can't find parking, gotta come back and run them. Anyone got corners? Yeah, for you guys, parking? you guys see any parking spots? Right uh, anyone want to help McCoog's park uh, his car? I don't drive a Maserati. Um, <laughs> and uh, but then once you know, once the, the crowd was going, yeah, I gotta be honest, I haven't signed autographs. In yeah. in my, maybe in my life. Oh really? And then I mean I have. I mean I'm people have asked me to sign things. But I'm saying it like, oh really? Oh, you haven't had that opportunity yet. For surely you just, Josh. I, I drive mean. a 2004 Camry with a hole in the bumper. That's how I know when I know you're at places because your car is so singular. So, so singular, and yeah. I park around the corner. I walk a ways. Because I don't live too far from the old portal. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't say that out loud, but I don't live too far. So I park and walk because I don't want the crowd to be like, hey, Ken, yeah. you're depressing us with your car. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even think about it when I drove past the old yeah. portal theater two and a half hours before showtime that oh, or, wow. at least a hundred people would already be lined up already there. So, so yeah. Um, it, yeah. 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 We, I signed a lot this time. A too. lot of, I like how they, they get those posters and you can sign them and I'm yeah. sure they, you know, they, they take them home and they yeah. frame them or whatever. Uh, but it was, it was a blast. Everybody there was so nice. Yeah. All the fans were so nice. Nobody was like up in your grill about anything. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, it is always the thing because I think in general, all the Schmodan fans are really great, but on, online it can kind of because there's storylines, people can play along. Sometimes they're not playing along; they're just being mean. Other times I think they are, and then yeah. it gets misconstrued by some of the competitors a little bit. And other times, the competitors are justifying some of their anger towards what people are saying to them. Sure, but it can get a little messy online. One hundred percent. That's how life works. Yeah. In person, though, face to face, when they know Makuka can punch you <laughs> if uh, you say something wrong, they're so nice. They are so You're nice. Right. I right. loved it. It was a great experience. It really was. It was a blast. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I thought the crowd work was super fun. Yeah. Um, I, I love Elliot, but I, I told him, I was like, try not to say the F word too many times up there. Did and he, he let off with the F word. He does but swear a lot. He does swear a lot, but yeah. uh, we're working on it. The wild yeah. berries are working on it. Uh, wild berries. Wild berries <laughs> there was a couple times where I was backstage and it was quiet Yeah, and they were asking a question. Somebody was just screaming, 
Wild berries. And I was like, right, we've done something. We done, we we, done. You've uh, done. You got a movement going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. I was I was there uh, hanging out, uh, crowded downstairs. The last uh, the last showdown. I had to compete. Yeah, so you were a competitor. In, in the mindset of a competitor. Much different experience competing than not. I brought some uh, Heinekens, and yeah. I don't normally drink beer. I was going to say, I saw you drinking Heinekens, yeah. and I thought to myself, Owen Mugen must have brought those, and Ken's getting... Uh, no, no, you know, I'll tell you, you what, did. Daddy Harloff was, uh, you know, he said, hey, this time we kind of can't uh, can't afford to bring all the alcohol like we yeah. did in the past, and any, anyone wants to help, help. So I was like, I'll help out. Sure. So I, I texted him. Yeah. Jack anyway. yeah, you do. I said, yeah. hey, uh, what, I'm going to get some beers. He goes, could you get me some Amstel? And i like, Christian works his ass off on these days. Sure. I'll get you some Amstel. I go to the store, no Amstel. What? No Amstel. So I had to walk away with Coors Light because I thought Mark Ellis would be there and drinking. He sure. was there not drinking. Yeah. Uh, and then the Heineken. So I figured, and then no one was touching him. Heineken close. Uh, and you ever bring something to a party? And then you look halfway through the party, and no one's touched your like mini hot dogs. I spent three hours on buffalo chicken dip. And yeah, nobody's eating. And you're like, I gotta take all those home. I'm yeah. gonna have those for breakfast the next four days. I'm gonna eat them now. That was me and the Heineken. Yeah, I saw you take a couple Heinekens. I was like, yeah, Ken's going after it on a Saturday. He's going after it. Yeah. But the one thing about a lot of theaters, mm-hmm. especially in the Hollywood area, and maybe okay. around the country. I mean, have you ever have you ever walked through the Apollo? Uh, no. Okay. No. So when I lived in New York, I thought to myself, I'm gonna call the Apollo Theater. Okay. And I'm going to say, hey, I'm thinking about booking an event nice. here because okay. they do, you know, book out events. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if I could get a walk through the theater. And they were like, absolutely. Come on up. I made up some resume. I worked <laughs> for some company, whatever, just so I could get a, a glimpse at the uh, famous Apollo Theater. In right, Ireland. right, right. Ken, that is one of the scariest buildings in the world. When you're out, yeah, yeah. When you're out in the theater, it's gorgeous. It's awesome. Tons of history. When you're backstage, the green room is like Shawshank Prison. I mean, it. I, they it's may like have Castle re- Rock. They may have redone it. Yeah, right on Hulu. Yes. Uh, they may have redone it over the years. I don't know. But, yes. They're but a dark and dank. In 2005, mm-hmm. it was. It was kind of scary. The guy was like, yeah, buy some roaches and rats around. Just be careful. Yeah. I was like, you have huge name talent coming through here. And yeah. this is what happened. But so I got the full tour of the Apollo Theater. It was pretty awesome. You're like one of those guys. Uh, we're going to do a tour of this house. You looking <laughs> to buy? Sure. Sure. Uh, where are your finger foods before <laughs> we get started? Um, but the El Portal Theater, like, yeah. like any old theater. In is the heart there, of North Hollywood. There isn't much ventilation no. in the green room. And it's down below. Down below. A few flights of stairs. Get a lot of bodies down there. Ooh, yeah. You get a you get a you get a lot of bodies. Maybe some people that have eaten some funky food that day. Yeah, because you're like, oh, let's grab a slice of pizza before the match. Yeah. There's bat two bathrooms down there, and they're right there, right there. Yeah. No it, fans. I left upstairs to get more buttons because I'd handed out about a hundred and fifty thousand Josh for Jeopardy f- buttons. Ooh, button mania kicked right. Them. Yeah. I come back down and I see Sinead DeFreeze and she looks at me and she goes, it smells like white people farts down here, doesn't it? And I go, well, I don't know the difference between white people and black people farts because I've never really thought to put the uh, difference. But That's the fact it. that you are a, a black girl yeah. uh, noticing the smell of white people farts, I do know what farts smell like. <laughs> and yes, the answer to your question, it does smell like farts down here. Yes. And yes. I'm sure you noticed that as well. Uh, it was prevalent. First of all, the thing, there's a lot of humidity that builds fast down there. Yeah. And if you look at some of like late to the party, go to their YouTube channel. They got a behind the scenes vlog, okay. right? They're down there. They're having fun. Robert, Vanessa, great kids. Great people. Great people. And, and you can see there's like 100 people in a room that 30 would be tight. Right. So already there. And there's some competitors. We're not going to mm-hmm. name names, but I don't know. Hygiene ranks lower <laughs> than studying for t- movie trivia. 
Uh, so it's already a challenge. Already it's a challenge. And yep. yep, you're right. The bathroom's right there. No fart fan in that Some bathroom. people, sh- I'm shocked that they smell that like they do sometimes. I'm but surprised that professionals. <laughs> human beings. Human adult beings. Mm-hmm. I had a friend at 20. His mom came into the room and said, don't forget to put on your deodorant before you leave the house. And I thought that was odd then. At 20. At 20. Uh-huh. So age 13. There's some bad things going on there. But yeah, if, if, uh, if that happens, and look, accidents happen in your pants. Yes, they do. Um, but there's also what I, I, I get upset because there is an easy exit route in that back, backstage. You could pop out onto uh, Lancashire or yes. Side Street and take yes. care of business and go back down. True. Take care of business. Give it a second. Go back down. Uh-huh. Or the, the out part of the theater... Yeah. It's a lot cooler up there. Just yeah. get it by the door and... A light breeze. So what you're saying is there was some schmodown farting activity. There was a farting bonanza down And look, there. I've, had, uh, I've had a bad experience with that myself where I... This is where I learned a valuable lesson, Josh. Okay. Can I be honest with Go, you here? Go, tell me. Tell yeah. me everything. So uh, as you know, as I've said many, 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 many times, I trained at the Groundlings here, right? Yes. I was uh, my last show. Okay. And the Ground Lane Theater, same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little backstage area, very old. Been there since the 70s, actually before that. But the theater began in like uh, late 70s. They moved in that location. And I, we were about ready to go on. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Well, your stomach gets nervous when things happen. Truth. And I did that thing where I was like, okay, no one's around in this little side room. I can take care of business. Yep. Let some, let some pressure off, mm-hmm. literally. And then get, to, get in. Blow some steam. Blow some steam. Get mm-hmm. into position. So I do. And then I walk across the theater and I go take my place off stage, waiting for the show to begin, mm-hmm. sitting next to Kristen Wiig and Mikey Day. Oh, uh, no. Both later no. SNL stars. Correct. Friends of mine at the yeah. time, you know. And I'm sitting there waiting and I'm in character and costume. And I slowly start to realize what I had done had followed me. Oh, no. And not only had what I had done followed me, it would have been used as a plot point in a <laughs> horror movie. <laughs> and... It's just the three of us. It is dark it side is. <laughs> thing. And they both know they didn't do that because they were standing there alone with no problem. And there's this slow now, is realization. Is this the reason you were let go from the ground? I think thing? it might have been. Okay. And there's a slow realization that uh, Stephen King's The Mist is now coming up <laughs> around you. And uh, Kristen, and, and we used to joke, her nickname for us was Critty. We used to call her Critty. Okay. And Critty. He starts going, well, now, who would do that? Why would a person do that? It's a very enclosed space. And Mikey's like, that's a bad move to me. Why would they do that? Oh, that's very horrible. And they're just, they both know it's me. They're, uh, and I've got a clipboard because that was my prop, and I'm tapping with the pencil, and I'm just, like, mumbling my lines, like, huh? I'm completely, what, what's going on? And then Critty says, Critty says, I mean, if, if I did that, I'd, I'd take responsibility for it, and, <laughs> And maybe admit to it or something. I just was like, uh, scene's almost almost beginning. <laughs> in the back of my head, I was like, let me take a note. Never assume it's going to stay in one spot. Never assume it's not going to follow you. Oh, and don't assume, oh, I got another one too. Okay. <laughs> I was at the farmer's market working security, as you know, as a security director. <laughs> And I was, uh, there's this, they, there's something called the North Building. And it's across to Wood, where, you know where the Wood Ranch is? Yes. The farmer's Market? Yeah. So there's a build, office side there. That's part of the Farmer's yeah, Market. Yeah, where the Chipotle is? Yes, where the yeah. Chipotle is. That's called the North Building. Yeah. And Just use Chipotle as landmarks. Yeah. And 
the second floor is the ant farm. They edit tra- trailers and everything. Our okay. friend Rachel Cushing actually worked there at the same oh, time. Yeah. I met Rachel before I even knew it was Rachel. Okay. She used to walk the owner's dog. Nice. Uh, anyways, I get into the elevator by myself. Never assume you're going to keep that solo Never. space, Josh. Mm-mm. Take care of business. Yeah. Oh, no. Ding. Door opens up. Two young ladies get oh, into no. the uh, elevator. And it was as, as if I was, you know, uh, <laughs> it was as if I was a swamp monster. Yeah, yeah. It you was just... really bad. They didn't say anything. Sarin gas. And I got off on the next floor, which wasn't my floor. I was like, I'll, of course figure, not. I'll figure a way yeah, out yeah, of here. Of course. Anyways, uh, I didn't know we were going to go into that today, Josh. <laughs> uh, I've said a lot, and I apologize to everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, Ken. We, uh, everybody poops, everybody farts, yeah. some more than others. That, that should be the caveat on that, on that book. It's like, oh, everybody poops, because like, kids are embarrassed to poop, right? Right, right. Everybody poops, everybody farts, just some more than others. Some. So the fact that your dad is constantly farting, that's, that's his own issue. <laughs> we all have different internal workings, okay? Hey, hey, Bobby. Hey, Dad. Yeah. yeah, so I know you're reading that everybody poops joke, but you know, when your dad spends 30 to 45 minutes in the bathroom, he's just struggling yeah. because uh, he, he, he poops more than others. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's okay to do that. Just notice that when you stand up, sometimes your legs have fallen asleep and <laughs> yeah, you're on pins not, and needles and you may collapse in the bathroom because you can't feel your feet anymore. Not healthy. No. Not a, there was an article in Spin in the in the mid-90s when I was a rock DJ. And it was it says, everyone suffers the indecency of pooping. And it had a cartoon of Gwen Stefani pooping yeah. in her no-doubt gear. It was a weird, like, it was, it was in Spin magazine. <laughs> it was like an editorial in the back. I don't understand. I, I've got nothing. I don't understand. I have nothing. But I feel like that punk era was all like, we are in the bathroom. Yeah. Fucking cunts. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. It's yeah, just... I think you're talking about the clash. Yeah, sorry, early. sorry. No, no that's that's good. That's good. Um, but, you know, hey, something you got to eat. Sometimes it's eating. You got to manage. As yeah. you get older, I think you know. If I have this you test. pepperoni pizza. It's not good. I got to be careful at four. If I have mm-hmm. it at two by four o'clock, I got to be careful. Where am I going to be at four o'clock? Correct. Oh, in the back of the El Portal Theater with a hundred other of my colleagues. And if you're going to rip it, <laughs> go outside. Zip it. Let that be the lesson. Lancashire. But sometimes there's just food. Sometimes food gets in front of you, Josh, and you have to eat it. You yeah. want to eat it. You're mm-hmm. obsessed with certain foods. No matter, even if you're full, Was you're it gonna the want sun it. chip snacks? Is that what you That mean? can work. Okay. Do you have a food item like that? Where If it's in front of me, I have to eat it? I have to eat it. I got a bunch. Oh, yeah? Chicken tenders. Oh, yeah. Here's my here's my problem. Yeah. Buffalo wings now tear up my stomach because I get a oh. heartburn real bad. Yeah, okay. The other but if I, if I am at a Barney's Beanery or a, a Buffalo Wild Wings yeah, or often, some, often there. There, someplace where somebody is going to walk by with a tray of Buffalo Wings, mm-hmm. that aroma will enter my nose like a cartoon dog floating, like the cartoon scent floating into my nose. <laughs> it goes in like a ghost. Yes. Creepy crawly ghost. Creepy crawly ghost yep. jumps up here into my, in my nose, into my, yeah. de- my deviated septum, down through into my mouth portal and before you know it i am i am drooling i am jonesing for buffalo wings and my heartburn is saying josh it's the middle of the day on a tuesday the rest of your night will be ruined you probably shouldn't eat the buffalo wings and then there's a guy over here that's just like "Uh, josh Eat the freaking buffalo wings. They're delicious. Make sure you get extra blue cheese because it's really good for you because you're also kind of lactose intolerant. Grab one of them celery sticks too. <laughs> Make sure you just jam the celery stick into the blue cheese and leave it there. For stirring. Yeah. Uh, chicken tenders, a yeah. spicy tuna roll, plain thin crust pizza. Okay. Uh, but if honestly, if somebody put a plate of chicken tenders, let's just say you- Chicken tenders. You ever go to a bar mitzvah back in the day or a graduation party? Graduation or, parties. I don't or, think I've ever been to a bar or a bat mitzvah. Okay. 
But Barm and Bat Mitzvahs, at least in Pittsburgh, were famous because they all had pretty much the same food. Chicken fingers, french fries, <laughs> like mini hot dogs, hamburgers, and, you know, all that kind of stuff that you could eat with your hands. Yes. Which really and truly kids shouldn't <laughs> be eating food. a lot of finger foods because yeah. their hands are disgusting. Yes. But yet they eat all finger foods and that's why we're constantly sick yes. as children. Some chicken tender boogers. Correct. Uh, so, but for me, I, I honestly think uh, being back at Collider now. Yeah. Uh, Dorian and Jack Hind constantly eat Popeyes. It must be nice to be 23, 24, yeah. tall, skinny, metabolism of a, of a young cheetah. Yeah. Yeah. And metabolism hasn't kicked in, uh, no. in the low gear yet. Yeah. And Dorian, he's like, Hey, Hey Josh, man, I'm not going to finish these chicken tenders. Do you want it? I'm trying to, I've been trying to be very healthy lately. I've sure. been trying to sure. lose a little bit of weight and working with the jaws or size. You know yeah. how it goes. Oh yeah. Gotta, I can't turn down a chicken tender. It's hard. You can. Donuts for me. But I, can, I understand really? the chicken tender one. Okay. I think because it is, unlike, say, like, I enjoy a cheeseburger. I enjoy a deli well, sandwich, right? human. but that's like a meal. Yeah. Chicken tender, you know, how many times uh, the girlfriend will be like, she'll order some chicken tenders, and, oh, I'm not going to finish this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mind if I do. Yeah. Yeah. And then you grab it, put it in your mouth real easily. That's mm-hmm. what she said. And then you, uh, you finish it. You feel like you haven't had a meal. Yeah. Oh, I can still have a full meal. I just had one chicken tender. Calories, the breaded part of it. Oh, bad. But I mean, yes, one I chicken mean. tender is like that whole deli sandwich. It really is. But, but it's chicken. Ken, yeah. We all know that no one chicken tender is the same as the next. No, it's because like you can have a ham sandwich. It'll probably taste similar to ham sandwich. There are chicken fingers. There are chicken tenders out there that must be taste tested. Yeah. They must be brought to the forefront of your palate yeah. to make sure that you know that a chicken tender wasn't passed in vain. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't set aside. It was put there for a reason so you could consume it. And then later on in the day, say, you know what? I had a chicken tender today, and today was okay. These are chicken tenders brought to you by God. <laughs> chicken tenders. Here's the thing: each one looks different. It's like a snowflake and testicles. Uh-huh. They all kind of look different. Yep. Same genre, but they're different. Correct. Each one created by God mm-hmm. in his own image. Mm-hmm. And a chicken tender is no different. Yep. There's little short squibby ones. Mm-hmm. There's little long extendo ones. Yeah. There's really breaded ones. There's breaded there's ones. There's spicy ones. There's ones that there's like flat and that are pounded out. Have a piece of the chicken that branches off uh-huh. into its own wing. Looks like Italy or parts of <laughs> South <laughs> yeah. America. You have an Italy wing. Mm-hmm. You have a Brazil wing. Yeah. You have a uh, Azerbaijan wing. <laughs> yeah. You have all of the entire country of Malaysia yeah. in a chicken finger. You have you put all those islands together. The island nation of the Philippines. Just put all the islands yeah. together and it looks like a chicken finger. Yeah. Chicken tenders of the world. Uh-huh. That would be a good way to label them at a restaurant. It's interesting. Would you like the chicken tender of the world order? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I would. I'm kind of confused as to why you would ask me if as to, <laughs> sir, how large would you like and your I, order? I enjoy usually it's Pangea? Like, at a <laughs> Pangea wings, a tenders. Um, I, I like a chicken tender like at a restaurant, okay. right? right? I think they're generally well-prepared, pretty yeah. good. But have you ever like been in the grocery store and like mm-hmm. seen like the frozen chicken tenders and you're like, well, that seems like a great idea. I love chicken tenders out in the world. I'll mm-hmm. bring them to my home. You can't. I can't do it. No, you can't. You can't replicate. And there's some Trader Joe's ones. Because you're, oh, it's healthier. It's yeah. at Trader Joe's, a, a grocery store with an agenda mm-hmm. and horrible parking. And you bring it home. Doesn't matter what store you go doesn't to. Doesn't matter. It's always bad parking. Always bad parking at a Trader Joe's. Um, I tell you, and, and then you talk about heartburn. Mm-hmm. I've had the Trader Joe's chicken tenders. One bite, my throat's like, <gasps> what did you do? <laughs> Can't Saruman. Do it. Saruman. Can't do it. Do you know the place where you had your f- best chicken tender? Do you, do you have a, a famous um, 
Do you remember? Because I got my, my buddy Steve Lutzk at, at Lutzk Training on yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Hell of a trainer. If you live here in Los okay. Angeles, he's one of the best. He also does online stuff. Uh, but his the chicken fingers at this place called The Back Room in Manchester, New Hampshire. I've never been to Manchester, but he talks about it all the time. And I want to make a pilgrimage to Manchester simply for these backroom chicken tenders. For me, it was a place called The Big Onion. It was in my freshman dorm, okay. like commons, you know, where... Penn right. State, obviously a huge college, and all of the freshmen lived in a place called East Halls. Gotcha. And there was probably, I think, like 12 or 14 dorm room sky rises, yeah. you know, that were like 10, 12 stories high, something like that. And they all met in this place called Finley Commons. And there was multiple restaurants. There was a cafeteria, and there was multiple restaurants. There was right. a place called the Big Onion. And the Big Onion had a fr- chicken fingers and french fries order for five bucks. Wow. It can, to this day... When somebody brings up chicken fingers in front, I can see them in, in front You're of me. There. I can taste them. Yeah. I'm there in line. You know, end of freshman year, my, my meal points are slowly dwindling, but I'm Josh. like, you know what? Tonight, tonight, tonight Josh. is your night. You can get the chicken tenders, Josh. Tenders from your past. Here's the best part. The Big Onion closed at 11 p.m. At 10.56, oh, I would always walk by and be like, you guys got any extra tenders lying around? Oh, They're like, oh, great, yeah, we got a few. Great play. Used to do that at an Auntie Anne's pretzels. At the oh, mall. smart. Mall closed at like nine. You go around about 945. They'd have a bag of pretzels and sauces that they were like, we're going to just toss them in the trash. Okay, <laughs> we'll take them. My mouth, they called the trash the as trash. well. Uh, I There were a few smells in this world that waft through my nose when just mentioned, like Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's I pretzels. can feel it. It's the yep. Pittsburgh airport right by this in the southwest in the A terminal. Oh, yeah. I love it. I'm trying to. That's a great question about the chicken tenders. Uh, Hollywood Improv, I've had theirs. Comedy stores, I've had theirs. They're good. You can, out and about, it's hard. Improvs are better than the comedy stores. Yeah, I would agree with that. I do, but here's the thing. I, in the back of my mind, I remember being at a place and going, ah, these are almost like, they're like real chicken tenders. Mm -hmm. They're not like overprocessed. The bread is, it's it's like a legit high-end chicken tender, tender, and I'm trying to remember where it was. I yeah. don't remember where it was. Interesting. Uh, we're going to have to go to our fan base here, and you guys reach out. And, uh, you let Hashtag us know. at the Afternoons with Josh and Ken. Let us know your favorite chicken tender. Yeah. Tag the restaurant or give us a description. Yeah, maybe a picture. Yeah. I'm trying to, because I know Please. at one point in my life, I was like, this is a ch- tender. This is yeah. a tender. Yeah. Man, it's like a novel. It's the, you know what? It's like a stupid trailer for an indie movie. Like, one chicken tender dared defy all the rules, and one man got too forgetful to remember where he ate it. I can't remember where the tender was. Focus features. I don't know features. what I'm going to do. And Magnolia Films bring you Tender is the Night. All you have to do is slow down and remember where the tender found you. Yeah. Theaters, August 21st, starring Frances McDormand in both the male and female roles. Because that's what we do she's now in that, movies. She's that good. <laughs> she's that. Steve Buscemi as the chicken tender. <laughs> I do like the old SNL commercial of, uh, was it Clucky Chicken? Yes. Yeah. They deep fry me and oh, 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 oh. That's a, that's a good memory. Oh, that might man. be my favorite chicken <laughs> that tender. That is a really good one. Chicken tender. Tacos are a thing. Really? I just went on a taco crawl. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, so our friend Dorina. Like a bar crawl? Or yeah. the, oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, our friend you had Dor- tacos Dorina. on the ground and you crawl and <laughs> ate them. 
Okay. How would end you up? And, our, you're into some weird stuff these uh, days, Ken. Our friend Darina, who was okay. recently on Collider Live, She's been great. on the Knapsack Files. Uh, our friend Nathan yeah. and Mark Ellis showed up for a oh, bit. Okay. Joseph Scrimshaw, his okay. wife Sarah. She's a sweetheart. Um, Sabina Graves, who's in the oh, Schmodown. Her yeah. husband Jonathan. Okay. Uh, Claudia Dolph, a friend of old friend of Harlos from okay. the Acme Comedy Days, everything. We all went around um, uh, to a little part, started at uh, a Mexicali restaurant on uh, Ventura? Uh, no, no, over almost downtown LA. Oh, okay. And Darina goes there a lot and she's from Mexicali. So it's yeah, like it's her home, hometown yeah. tacos in a sense. Yeah. And we started there and we went to the El Compadre, not the one by you, oh, okay, uh, but the other one. And then uh, uh, to there's Gisados. one downtown, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Guisados is fantastic. Guisados, all these places. She had a couple. She was so good. Dorina was so good at putting this together. She had two taco trucks on the crawl as well that are permanently kind of there. And talk about how many tacos you have? I had maybe 11. Oh, what and a day. By the second one, I was full <laughs> at the first spot. My friend Van Williams showed up for the first couple ones. Gotcha. And we kept going. We, we started at two o'clock. Yeah. And she had she had this all planned out, and on the itinerary, she said, "We'll be done by eight because we're all adults and we have jobs the next day or whatever." And uh-huh. we were out till ten thirty. Nice tacoing it up. And there's were an you example. Drinking beers and stuff. We would you... stop for drinks. Okay. I had some rum and cokes to kind of play it cool. Nice. Tequila margaritas. Ooh, yeah. It was a great day. It was a great day, but it ended in a parking lot with this kind of uh, people know this taco truck. I forget the name of it. Okay. I couldn't tell you. Was it on Santa Monica and Western, or were you all downtown the whole no, time? No, it was a little more away from downtown. Okay. Uh, were you getting in Ubers or were you driving cars? No, we were or? walking. We oh. walked. And it was a long walking day. Oh, so you were walking day. off the tacos. We were walking off the tacos. But I'm telling you. Walking tacos. Walking tacos. But that last one, I'm at the truck. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to try one at every time. Sure. And I walk up and I look at the menu and I was like, uh, four asada tacos, please. <laughs> four asada tacos, please. Thank you. And almost barked in the parking lot. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, can we get four asada tacos? Four. Yeah. Can I have extra sauce on them? Yep. Can I have, thank you. Extra mud sauce? Thank That's you. Uh, four. That's how it um, <laughs> do you have a bag for barfing? Yeah, and I and I just rode home in peace in the uh, in my Uber. And it was a minivan. <laughs> oh, did you lounge out? You uh, I lounge out. But it was, I had two weird uh, Uber experiences there. Okay. Uh, one getting there. Uh, the one it was a minivan. Nice guy. Um, older guy. I want to say Korean male. He, I did. Okay. It was so dark. And the, I just was like, are you going to pick me up? I don't even know your name. Just yeah. take me. He was great. Okay. The first guy picked me up, a uh, minivan as well. Mm. Are you taking Uber XLs now? Uh, I or think so. I don't know. XLs I, or yeah, whatever. whatever it is. Uh, I get in there at my apartment, get in, and I'm always real friendly. You know, okay. hey, can yeah. I sit in the front? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, great. And I and I noticed his rating was lower. Oh, Not low, no. low, but it was like 4.6 something. I've never looked at a rating before. If and they show up, I'm pumped. Yeah, and I don't, most of the time I don't think about it. 4.8 sounds great. I've sure. got some fives, got some four. I've never had a bad experience. Okay. Only once, Mark Ellis and I thought we were going to die driving to your place because uh, the guy took the back roads, Mulholland Drive, oh, yeah. was confused and almost drove off the hill. Oh, okay. We almost landed on your apartment. Oh, well. Um, so <laughs> this guy, I, I'm like, oh, why? He, this guy's so nice. Why does he have a bad rating? We almost get an accident. I'm two minutes away from my apartment. Okay. He gets in a turn lane and just keeps going straight. And I had said, make a right here. And he went, okay, and went straight. Does he not have his... <laughs> and he's, he's doing the thing where he's staring at the map more than the road. And I go, 
I'll get you around, dude. Don't yeah. worry about it. I'll yeah. tell you how to. I'll tell you how to get to the freeway. He, he goes, me. oh, okay, great. Yeah, thanks. And he, and he may be 65 years old. Oh, no. So we're driving. There's almost another one, another, another accident. He almost makes a turn when I told him not to. Whole thing. And then I'm like, so uh, where are you from? He's like, I live in Santa Ana. Like, how do you get Exactly. How do you get up here? He's like, I took some people to the airport. And I just figured I'd fix some rides up in this area. You don't know this area. Yeah, don't be here. At all. Yeah. At all. And, uh, but the end of the reward was tacos, so I don't even care. Well, it kind of sounds like uh, your your adventure with tacos, your taco mm. crawl, the taco crawl. Yeah. It's one of those things where people invite me to, and I'm like, I guess I'll go. You don't want to. But I don't want to. But then I get there, I'm like, this is pretty fun. This is great. Right? Because I'm always, for instance, when yeah. I bartended all those years, yeah, yeah. I would hate going to work, right? I just hate it. I, yeah, yeah. But once I got there, I was having a great time because I'm there. I'm at a yeah. bar. I'm talking to people. I'm making drinks. I'm Good hanging times. out with friends, making some laughs, doing some stuff. Yeah, you get in the groove. Get in the groove. Same as people inviting me to things. And yeah. I know my wife is the same kind of way sometimes. Is We get invited to things and we're just like, God, we shouldn't have said yes. Because on the day of, day we're of. relaxing. We've had a busy couple days. We like we slept yep. in a little bit. Maybe we wanted to go do a workout class. Went to lunch. Uh, now we got to go all the way to Orange County. Or now we got to yep. go all the way to Venice and do this thing. Yep. But then once you get there, you're like, oh, this was fun. We should do more stuff. Right. Why are we doing more stuff? Yeah, this is weird. I just experienced that. Okay. I went and saw the Game of Thrones live concert experience. Where was it? Uh, for the Forum. Oh. I've never been. 20 years in LA, never been to the Great Western Forum. How many people, one, recognized you? Two? Two people. Really? Two people. One was just like, hey, Collider! We get oh. that a lot. Hey, okay. Collider! Yeah, yeah, like, get that. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. One guy, I'm in line. Guess yeah. what we ordered? Me, chicken tenders. Me and Grace. Chicken tenders. Nice. How and were I, they at the Forum? Uh, they were okay. okay. They were good. The fries were good. I had okay. a good cheeseburger. Oh, okay. We're in line. Very nice guy comes up to sure. me. So he, he, and he was like, hey, big fan. Um, I think his wife was there, too. And cool. we're chatting, you know, but it's like I'm stressed because it was 740. The show starts at eight. And I know the line I'm in for the food is not going to let me out till 758. Right. I still have to get drinks. So if you're listening, if you're that fan, I think his name was Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I apologize if I seem tense. OK. Then later on, he's just in coincidence behind in the line behind my best friend, Paul, who was there yeah. with his wife by coincidence. Nice. I go up to. Paul, and I said, "Hey, how you doing, man? The line, uh, good to see you, buddy. Line's too big for the the bathroom line's too long." And this guy's that like, bathroom line does get backed up. It's there. crazy at yeah. intermission. And the guy's like, "How do you know Ken?" Yeah. And Paul's like, ah, "I know him a little bit. You yeah, he's been my brother for twenty years." Yeah. But anyways, long story short, I was given free tickets. Yeah, Josh, I didn't have to pay nothing, and I almost didn't go. I know, I do, but I know where you're going because here's the, here's your thought process, right? Yeah. I gotta get in the car. I gotta deal with Trevor. I gotta find parking. The forum. <sighs> the forum's forum. off the four hundred five Manchester. Oh, it's so busy down there in the Bowling Stadium now. Uh, take what, the one hundred five. Take the, the one hundred five. What if I get there? And there's uh, no, what? Like getting out of the parking. parking it's gonna be so parking's late. Parking's hard. I don't know where to get in there. God, what damn, am I gonna eat? I have to get cash food? to pay the parking. Pay cash for right now. Is the food gonna be any good? I drinks are like twelve bucks. Uh, what are my seats gonna be like? Yeah. Uh, I don't really care. I Do you think walk all the way up? Oh God. Who's going to be sitting around <coughs> me? I don't know. I'm going to be coughing. Then people cough over me. You get there. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. Oh, exactly what right? happened. Right? We had two uh, idiots in front of us with their child. And the child, I'm not going to say he's an idiot, not the child. This guy comes dressed up in a Bowser costume. Like from King Koopa? Like from, yeah, from, from Mario? Mario? Yeah, yeah. Because he's a dragon. 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 He smelled like a dragon. Oh, no. Talk about bad smells. What do you, what would you think dragon smelled like? Like B.O.? Worse. Like? Uh, not as worse as this guy. Oh, not worse yeah. than this guy. Yeah, this guy was bad. Okay. And he's sitting there and he had sandals on. Uh-huh. Uh, and, 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 and no dragons, no worse sandals. But anyways, 
And then she was in like a Daenerys dress. Okay. Good for her. And they yeah. were fans of Game of Thrones. She had one of these rough and tumble voices. That's okay. not her fault. Sure. But she was just like, and th- mind you, seven-year-old kid sitting next to him. She was like, ah, oh, man, this fucking concert's the fucking best, man. And the kid's just like, and she's like looking at, talking to the kid, not her hu- boyfriend or husband. Who are these parents that do this? It's she, the forum had sticky floors. Okay? Oh, yeah. My shoes. Old school movie theater. Yeah. She had no shoes on. Remember when Britney Spears came out of that truck stop bathroom and paparazzi went crazy? Britney's barefoot in the bathroom. This woman was walking around with no shoes on at the forum, Josh. At the forum. Oh, my God. There's stuff on there that's been there since James Worthy was hitting layups. (laughs) Hitting layups. layups. You're such a great sportsman, Ken. And and she's got no shoes on. But but that's part of what factors in your head. You're like, I don't want to go out. Right. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go to a movie theater. Who's going to be around me? Yeah. It's going to ruin my... And, I, and the whole time I kept I'm trying to enjoy the show, and the whole time I'm like, going to murder her. Yeah. Going to... Because they kept talking over... Ugh, the worst. With plot. This is from season seven. Shut the hell up. Stop it. Anyways. Just but, stop. Yeah, then we drove home, and we yeah. went out to we went out to uh, get some drinks afterwards. Sounds went fantastic. Went to my favorite diner nearby at yeah. one in the morning. The Coral Street. Yeah. And it was like... This is, why don't we do this more? I know. It's nice, right? And I a guarantee A full you. night, you climb into bed, you're like, that was lovely. I Great love time. being with you. I love being with you. I love being out and about. Yeah. And I'm sure the next time someone, hey, you want some tickets to uh, see, uh, no, I don't yeah, want to go. Good. I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's not just human nature. Right. It's like you forget the good times so quick, but you <laughs> remember the bad times forever. Yeah. Right. It's like that uh, phenomenon of, you know, when women give birth, there's like a hormone release that makes them release the, uh, forget the pain. You okay. read all these things, right? Sure. I don't know what's true. I don't true. know where, I don't where know are you reading true. I don't know. Okay. Pop their mechanics. Gotcha. And uh, <laughs> I think it's like that, but it's like the reverse or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. You forget the good times you had. You do. You really do. It's, was it's so it's, great. Oh, I hated that. Ugh. The YouTube comments. I love your guy's show. Yours, this is a stupid show. I'll kill that guy. Yeah. What was the guy's name that said nice to us? I don't remember, but I know Vantross 68. <laughs> I will come at you, bro. Can you mention uh, reading Popular Mechanics? You ever read them? You ever read magazines anymore? In the late 90s, I had, no joke, probably 20 magazine subscriptions. Get out of here. Not joking. To, of, to what? Can you remember 10 of them? Because mm, I'll, I'll try. Um, all I've ever had is, is Sports Illustrated basically my whole okay. life. Okay. Yeah. And then my grandma still gets me a Sports Illustrated subscription for my birthday every okay. year. And at one time in college, I was the douchey dude that had a Maxim subscription. Well, I wasn't uh, in college, but I had a Maxim as well. Okay. And what was the other? FHM. I had the F. Oh, God, you're a douche. I had an FHM subscription, too. <laughs> Come back, Josh. Come back. Just, I was a douche, you're just, too. You're, you're I was just a going. douche, too. <laughs> I was a douche, too. <laughs> oh, you were a douche. Um I had Maxim okay. at 4H, uh, FHM. At 4, 4, it's 4H Magazine. 4, 4H Magazine. Donnie had a goat that had, was 70 pounds. Pictures of goats and pictures of Kelly Brook. <laughs> I couldn't tell them apart at times. Kelly Brock. I, Kelly, no, Kelly Brook. Oh, Kelly Brook. Oh, Kelly, Kelly Brook. Brooke. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, one of my yeah, favorites yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, She's yeah, still, yeah, uh, yeah. still out there. Um, so I had those two. No joke, I had those two. I okay. had Entertainment Weekly. Okay. Rolling Stone. Okay. Uh, I had Cinescape, Sin- maybe. Premier Magazine. All right. Uh, writer fade in. Okay, I had screenwriting monthly or something like that. I had Beckett baseball card Who price was guides. Working for these magazines, isn't that I a funny know. thing to think about? I don't He's, know. Uh, what was your dad used to do back in the day? Oh, he was head writer for Beckett magazine. <laughs> yeah, he graded uh, 
mint condition cards. Kirby Puckett. He found a rare Kirby Puckett. That's what my college was paid for. Uh, my dad wrote the 200-word article, Todd Zeal's Rookie Year. <laughs> <laughs> Where has BJ Surhoff gone? <laughs> If, I'll tell you what, if anybody knows Todd Zeal or BJ Serhoff, I would die for a picture signed to uh, us from them. There's a good chance because Todd Zeal was L.A. based. He went to UCLA. His okay. wife was, uh, was it Julie McNamara was a gymnast? Yeah. Olympic gymnast. Uh, we might be able to find some uh, Zeal people. Speaking um, of gymnasts, I've turned right oh, to it. Bart Connor. There's Bart Connor, so, Olympic gold medal winner, gymnast, sports announcer. He's uh, advertising you, jockey underwear. You've got some magazines here with you today, Josh. Yeah, what I do. You, what have you brought for show and tell? Uh, well, uh, we can go more into it on our bonus episodes, which okay. you can watch on the Josh McCuga yeah, uh, yeah. Show channel on YouTube. But I got some Bo ja- old Bo Jackson Sports Illustrated that I want to throw up here on the uh, on our wall of fame. Right. I want to throw the covers up there, but I was looking through these old articles and these old uh, advertisements. Like, this year, 7,000 Americans will die peacefully in their seat. See, what? Sleep. Help save kids from SIDS, which is, I guess, sudden sudden infant, infant death syndrome. Death syndrome. That's in a sports magazine. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, is a cigarette. Uh, no, that's. Oh, well, there should be cigarette ads in here. Oh, somewhere. that's some wine. Is There's that... a Chevy Lumina. Oh my God, I had a Lumina. Heartbeat of America. I had a Lumina, a 1991 Chevy Did Lumina, you? for about two years till it caught that's on fire. That's the 90 Lumina. That's huge. I had the 91. I'll tell you something. Lumina was one of the more comfortable cars I had, and mine caught on fire in the side of Laurel Canyon. <laughs> and I don't know where, when Disney MGM Studios opened, but it had to be around 90 because it was oh, yeah. brand new back then. Wow. Oh, look at that old Gatorade ad. Gatorade. Oh, th- where this is terrible radio. We're like, look at this look stuff. Look at this stuff. We'll do this in the extra. We'll do it in the extra. But yeah, magazines. So, so, but we were, my mom, yeah. to this day, I, I, I remember as a kid, but I know to this day, she still subscribes to Better Home, Home and Gardens. Right. Own Magazine. Oprah's Magazine. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, she um, Better, uh, did I say Better Homes and Gardens? You did. Uh, what's Home the other and one? Home and Garden. Not Home and Garden. Home and, home and <sighs> Flowers? Oh, crap, what's the other one? Tree, ah, trees and it. Leaves? Southern Living, even Southern though we're from Living. Pittsburgh. Uh, soap enough. Opera Digest oh, still subscribes. Yeah. I had some Reader's Digest yeah. for a while. Oh, my dad subscribed to Reader's Digest. Sports Illustrated. For a while yeah, there, we I had did. ESPN, the magazine. I had, I was subscribed to a while to Sport. Oh. Just Sport. I remember Sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys like Sports Illustrated? We don't illustrate anything. We just talk about Sport. The best was uh, Paul, um, the Sporting News. Oh, I had the Sporting News, too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, Sporting News back in the day used to cover wrestling at one point. Did they? Really? Yeah. They got a lot of crap for it. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Garbage Sorry. people. Um, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, but uh, look. Some of those magazines. Good times. Some of those magazines that, that stuck around yeah. figured that they had to get into the digital landscape. They did. And then places like Sporting News went away. Went away. Sport. Sport. Goodbye. Sport went away. I mean, SI does do a lot of digital content. They have yeah, like yeah. a lot of stuff, but I've never tuned into it because I no. get SI the mag, and I still get and still get it. I still get it. It's the only magazine we get at our home. Wow. I For a while that. there, Amanda had people, but I think if she was just taking it from one of the neighbors. I hope one of our neighbors listened. It's like those are my people. Um, Which she just? Why would you have people? You're not a doctor's office. What yeah, you, you know what are no. you trying to do? I think for a while there was a kids. We had highlights. Remember highlights? highlights yeah, <laughs> flipped over the sides. No, I never had time or life because I didn't want to learn about the world. Oh, we were. A, my parents were a diehard Newsweek family. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember some of the other new uh, movie magazines around that time. Right. Premier. Did you ever have GameFly? Do you ever have the the the, the um, I had it later game on. Magazines? I had it later on. I got a free subscription. Okay. Someone gifted me one. Gotcha. And that was like two thousand. 
eight. Okay. I was like, well, I got this now. What do I do with this? <laughs> What's this What's now? What's this about? I, I remember Ben getting a bunch of video game magazines when we were kids. and Nintendo Power? Yeah, Nintendo Power, and looking through them and figuring out some cheats and some, yeah. some certain well, things to do on boards. Good, valuable research. And I'd just be hosting game shows up top with my mom being uh-huh. like, you know, at, during dinner, asking trivia questions, my yes. brother would be like, what, what, were you, "Why were you doing this? There's nothing you can do with your life with this." You job. could have been outside playing wiffle ball, dum dum. Oh, I had wiffle ball monthly. Oh, that's a solid issue. Was Sean Steiner in there? Greatest wiffle ball player in our neighborhood. Really, Sean Steiner, incredible. We used to uh, in our community college days. Mm-hmm. My friend had this little acreage backyard situation. We take pallets and we built a baseball stadium. With foul poles, foul lines, old pitcher's mount, and the, like four or five of us would take turns and we'd play wiffle ball. You were stats. Sandlot. Yeah. But yeah. with wiffle ball. Yeah, exactly. And and, I, and James Earl Jones was there. There was a pool in Pittsburgh called Woodland Hills. Like, <laughs> like they, here. Like, like here that. in California. Woodland Hills pool. And they had a wiffle ball. It was basically a, a, a you know a little league field, but it was right. smaller and it was wiffle ball. And they had a green monster. Yeah. And if you hit over the green monster, and you'd have to run around the fence to get it and everything. Some of the greatest wiffle ball ever played Anyway. Yeah, is there a professional wiffle ball league? I've never seen it on ESPN Eight The Ocho when they do that once a year. Yeah, I know? bet we could start one on the afternoons, a, w- a professional wiffle ball league. And if if listeners around the country and hey the world yeah. built stadiums, mm-hmm. and then we could get a sponsor, and then you and me could travel the great states playing wiffle ball, w- announcing wiffle ball, uh, playing wiffle yeah, ball. We're announcing, and we yeah. could uh, the, the afternoons wiffle ball tour mm-hmm. two thousand twenty. Might be when we can target this. I love. I don't this think idea. that's a bad idea. And I think we, we we make the rules not so much like baseball because it's right. impossible it's, to throw a wiffle ball from third base. Yes, and you will also throw your elbow, shoulder, hand, wrist, fingers out of the yes, sockets by throwing a wiffle ball. Whip, rip your rotator cuff because yeah. the ball weighs nothing, but you're throwing it like a rock. Yeah. Uh, you and then you but you just set up basically barriers. Yeah. So if you hit it past one and nobody catches it, that's a double, yes. triple homer over the fence, whatever. And then my buddy Tanner, who you've met before, yeah. for my bachelor party, he built a strike zone behind it. You hit you hit the strike zone with the wiffle ball. Yeah. So it's just like a big metal like sh- piece of sheet metal yeah. with PVC pipe around it. You this stick it in great. there and you hit it. So at the beach, we would throw at a beach chair. That would right. be the strike zone. If you right. hit the beach chair and you strike out looking, whatever. Yeah. He set up the strike zone. We played for hours at my bachelor party. We were on, our house was right on the boardwalk there in San Diego, right yeah. in Mission Beach. And um, we were right off there. People were stopping, watching, being like, they were clapping for us. I was I like, I'm back in eighth grade. A great idea. Yeah. The afternoon's wiffle ball league. Anybody can play wiffle ball. You set up these rules because we yeah. kind of had that too because it was like, we the four of us would play and and we'd have little rules and we just like hey that looked like a double that right. looked like a triple because you can play two on two wiffle ball no problem yeah yeah right. two on two and if, and if you could pop up and, and the other team caught the ball it's now hey, but anyways right. the rules could be figured out but, but then little uniforms oh yeah little, some wiffle ball uniforms uh-huh. I think we set the rules as like hey if you throw it faster than this it's not yeah. a strike or a ball right. you can't throw it too hard yeah because you don't want it to be it's. Yeah. yeah, you're you know not there to strike out. No, you're there to put the ball in play. Come on. Yeah, put the ball in play. Let's we go. have to get a regulation size wiffle ball bat, one of yeah. the long ones. Yeah. Looks like a big a lightsaber or yeah. a wanger. It's a, it's yeah. and you it's just, a yellow yep. banana. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you'd spin it around. Like oh, Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. I know. And I think you, uh, you, uh, you can proclaim that you're acting out one player uh-huh. per inning. Yep. Like, I'm Deion Sanders. And you do his little left-handed yeah. swing and everything. I'm Got Will, Will Neuschler-Clark. <laughs> Of the Giants, later the uh, Cardinals. Do you have a Do you have a favorite Rangers? Yeah. Do you have a favorite wiffle ball memory? 
Uh, I remember, I, do. I don't remember something specific. We played for a long time. Me, Joel, Casey, my friend Gavin, my friend Matt would play as well. Okay. Um, I remember launching like a game-winning home run, Power okay. Alley. Not down the line cheap, yeah. but Power Alley. And again, we had the entire stadium built with pallets. Yeah. So you had the whole outfield fence was up. And if Power Alley, good shot, win the game. And then we went over to our screenwriting <laughs> class in college. <laughs> And wa- and then read screenwriter monthly. Yes, uh, head writer <laughs> Dave Bubeglia. Yeah, uh, hell of a screenwriter. How to turn your spec script into an award-winning screenplay? Uh, spoiler: It's never going to happen. Not going to work out for you. Uh, we had so the Steiner family, Sarah and Sean Steiner. They were okay. I be- our first neighborhood where we grew up. It was an old, you know, Ryan Homes, where basically every house is basically the same, right, right, same size, kind of same layout. Right. And there was kids all through our neighborhood, right? So in the summertime, we just ran from house to house to house to house. And our house was a wiffle ball house because in our backyard was like the, the community tennis courts was right in our backyard. Sure. So if you launched it into the tennis court, home run. Home run. But it was a really tough home run to get. Gotcha. Okay? Uh, so Sarah and her friend Jessica Newsom and Jessica Newsom. She's out there listening. Jessica Newsom was the probably the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life. She was the neighborhood babe. Right? She, I mean, it okay. was. She, she went to Penn State. She was. She was a senior in high school when I was in the sixth grade. Okay. So when she went to Penn State, I remember this dude that was a senior when I was there and a freshman. I we, I was rushing this fraternity. I said, "Remember St. Clair?" He goes, "Do you know who Jessica Newsom is?" And uh, I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "The most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life." I was yep. like, "I know." I, I played wiffle ball with her when I was five years old, six years every, old, and she was even hot then. Every town has that. Yeah. Uh, mine was. She Krista. was the Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah, Wendy Peppercorn is. Yeah. Mine was Krista. Krista. Everyone loved Krista. Yeah. Yeah. So Jessica Newsom and Sarah Steiner would be out in the outfield like turning cartwheels because they right. were gymnasts. They were at this place called Debbie and Rick's Gymnastics. Of course they were. Yeah. One t- and we'd always hit balls and just scream like, Sarah! Yeah. And she would run. And then one time well, she did a cartwheel and caught it. A flippity-doo and caught, caught it. I'd never seen anything like it. If you had filmed that now. It would be viral. Viral. Viral 100%. It was incredible. Girl cartwheels into catch. She was just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Caught it. Wow. Incredible. Well, did she ever go on to the Olympics? No, neither of them did. Uh, they were great. Yeah. They had a, a, a balance beam in their backyard and built it out oh, of like a, a four by six. I love that. Yeah. I, you know, you, you had those neighborhoods, kids in the neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, oh, they've got a batting cage. <laughs> they've got a tree fort. Their dad dug a hole in their backyard and froze it in the wintertime to build a rink. What'd your dad do? Uh, he works for a living. Yeah, yeah my dad <laughs> is barely putting food on the table for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, uh, you know, I, don't, I, I know, uh, Josh, uh, let's uh, break the walls a little bit. I know okay. we can't have a super long episode today because you've got uh, an audition today, yeah. which is important for yeah. you. It's important that you go put your all into yeah, okay. and chase your dreams sure. in Hollywood. Whatever. You're probably going to dress up as a clucky chicken. I can. It said casual, so I'm wearing jeans and flops. So. <laughs> Good. Jeans and flops. <laughs> That's a T-shirt right there. They don't like it. They don't like it. Jeans and fluffs. At this Um, point, I'm me, Ken. We talked a lot about food tonight, and and you had an interesting thing you were telling me this weekend. You actually, you texted me a couple things this weekend. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta admit, some of them were fake. Well, one of them was I was, uh, I was at the Game of Thrones thing, so I wasn't paying attention to my phone. I get out like one in the morning, look down, and just a text from you says, "Tanner like afternoons." (laughs) I was like, "What is? No, no, no." Who's Tanner? I, I texted you. Hold What's on. What's going Here's on? Here's what I texted you. Is Josh drunk? It's, well, I kind of. Um, and I didn't know how to react. Now, I think in the end, I do remember Tanner from your your wedding. Yeah. And it was that Tanner. Okay. So here's the text. Right. We were at Tanner's house. Okay. And he says to me, Josh, 
Have you ever listened to, he didn't like, I feel like I'm reading the text, but no, he says to me, Josh, you ever listened to a podcast at half speed? And I thought he meant like, cause you can listen to 1.25 and the yeah, yeah. episodes fly by and you can listen to the podcast, yeah. but you still get the, the general, you get the gist. Yeah. Um, and I said, no, but if you listen to this podcast in half speed or any podcast in half yeah. speed, it sounds like we are hammered. So this would be like. So thick and tender. Uh, really? Now, if you're listening to it half speed now, then it's yeah. not going to make any sense. Gotcha. But yeah, so I te- I feel like I texted you. You texted me that, but again, I didn't get it till late. So I thought it was, I thought it was a little, it was, uh, I was, I knew it was to me because it was about our show. Yes. It wasn't like you were like, oh, no. did you listen to NPR today? Tanner liked it. Like I, eh. Tanner just played the afternoons at half speed. We sounded so drunk. It's hysterical. Oh, okay. That guess, was the text. I guess it makes more sense. To, I just didn't know offhand immediately. I didn't who know who was. Tanner was. Yeah. Then later on, I think I saw a picture you posted. And I was like, oh, th- I know this. That guy was at the, the wedding. I know okay. that guy. Yes. So that's why I got a little lost. Okay. It's just like, Tanner's like your kid. Is that your friend from fourth grade? Like, what's going on? Tanner talking about uh, Jessica Newsom. Whatever her name was. You nailed it. It was Jessica yeah. Newsom. You're Sarah pretty good. Steiner and Jessica Newsom. Doing You've got it. Turning handsprings Hands- in rural, uh, urban Pittsburgh. Uh, suburban Pittsburgh. Suburban Pittsburgh. Yeah, upper okay. St. Clair, Pennsylvania. All right. Gorgeous All right. this time of year. All right. Uh, but you, uh, you half also. Half speed. You, half speed. Okay. You, you, you also told me that you, uh, you had to eat dinner without watching TV this weekend. Well, you know. Uh, friends of mine, uh, have started a podcast. It's called Directionally Challenged. Uh, Kayla Yule and Candace King. Okay. Uh, they're actually going to be on the Josh McCuga show soon. Okay. And, um, they talked about putting their phone away and actually having conversation with people and like a dinner, like a dinner. So Amanda and I, the other night, she, I, uh, she didn't mention that this was part of why we did it, but I think cause we were both listening to because they just debuted their podcast and, um, uh, we both sat at our kitchen table, which we never do. It's literally just sits there to be a place for when I get Amanda flowers. Every time I go there now, it's storage. Yes, it correct. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, we had dinner, and we sat, and we talked, and we weren't on our phones, and it was actually kind wow. of lovely. It was kind of lovely. Did you like talked s- about our day? Set and the plates like no. I mean, we still just had like paper towel napkins okay, and a fork okay, and but whatever. You sat down. Yes, husband and wife. Yes. Um, enjoyed a dinner we had prepared together. I liked it. Had some laughs, discussed uh, how bad I am at hanging pictures on the wall. Okay. And um, it was a really nice dinner. Ironic, because in the Collider Writer Room, you're the one who hung all of our pictures. I know. Riley and I she could... doesn't trust me. I'm very good at you it. She just doesn't trust it, me. I'm, I've gotten better in my own house here, but... Uh, hmm. Okay, I like this. And then you you, you forget, because when you go to a restaurant, you don't want to be that couple that's on their phone the whole time, because you see yeah. those miserable couples that are texting yeah, other yeah, people. Yeah. But when we go to a restaurant, we just have a nice conversation. We, you know, we, we laugh, we make fun of people, whatever. But at home, we usually just go into the living room, right. throw a plate down, sit on the couch and watch whatever show is on Netflix or Hulu yeah. or recorded or whatnot. Yeah. Right. I, I finished binging Castle Rock. Oh, did you like time. it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I missed the first couple episodes and just got told did them. Did Grace like it? Grace loved it. Okay. She's been affected by it. Oh, oh emotionally. Old Man River won't shut up about it? She wants to rewatch the series. Okay. But I missed the first couple episodes. Okay. But she was like, here's what happened. Gotcha. And I thought, okay, I'm good. And then I picked it up from there. I feel I missed something. Okay. Anyways, okay. but uh, I know what you mean. I'm we, gonna have to yeah, reach out to her. I would like her to yeah, call in and talk to us about Castle Rock on TV. Talk. Yeah, she would love to. Okay. She would love to. Um, yeah. So uh, I we we make our food, we get our food, and we watch, and that's fun too. That's she, not a bad by all thing. means, not a bad thing. But you and your wife, the one who's called in here and filed the Josh McCougar report card uh-huh. several times, you guys reconnected. It we, seems over. Well, I don't say we reconnected. We just really enjoyed each other's company. 
that's great. That's all. That's romantic. Yeah, it was nice. That's really a nice thing. And you have a conversation with somebody. Sometimes you forget to spend a little moments together because before you know it, you're going to be 65. Mm -hmm. And life's yeah. gonna be gone, and then you know those moments that you yeah. could have spent when you were thirty-five. Yeah, uh, they're you know they're. I mean, uh, I am a lot better now when I go to restaurants, no matter who I'm with. Yeah, keep the phone in the pocket or at least on the table face mm -hmm. down. Now I always say this, especially in our line of work. Now in my old line of work, I was on call twenty-four hours a day, seven right, days so a week. That was a little different. Yeah. but in this one, as I look at my phone, yeah. But in this one, at some time we work in the digital media world. Social media is key. Like, I, I just, there was an error on my Force Center load up. The mm -hmm. episode didn't fully load. And a tweet came across mm -hmm. from a good fan, Jake uh, Monica. From State Farm. Jake, no, 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 don't. I, <laughs> I, anyway, I met him at uh, Comic Con. He was selling things. Got it. Um, anyways, Jake says, hey, don't you know the episode cuts off at 30 minutes? I didn't know. And so if I'd missed that tweet, I wouldn't have been able to fix that episode. So I think there's some value yes. to being able to pay attention. Correct. So I don't like when people get. Upset. They jump on me too fast. Yeah. You're looking at your phone. Yeah, my life's on this phone. <laughs> of course I am. Yeah. But it's nice to put it aside and talk over some chips and salsa. I agree. It's a nice thing. It really is, isn't it? Nice thing. Uh, Josh, we're almost done here oh, yeah. today. Uh, a couple things before we go, though. Today's show is brought to you by Slopbox. That's yeah. right. You tired of cooking at home? Don't have the strength or energy or money to go out to a fast food? Order Slopbox and a box of Food and grease will be shipped right to your door. Slotbox is the only food deliverable service without any discernible ingredients in the food. It is literally a box of slot. It is leftovers from multiple different restaurants in the area that claim to be A-rated. With Slotbox, you get one meal three times a day, seven days a week. If you love slot, go to slotbox.com slash the afternoons for 20% off your first slot box. Uh, how does slot box, slot, slot box work? How does slot box work? Pretty simple. Our staff of expert beggars go around to restaurants near closing time and ask, got anything? Chefs, staff, wait staff, and janitorial staff will often provide us with their leftover slop. We repackage it, put it in the box. There's no dividers, nothing fancy. That's why the prices are low. You get a leftover chili cheese dog right next to them, some half-eaten Brussels sprouts. Just reheat that in the microwave, and slop box will work for you. If you'd like the blender uh, meal plan, what we do is we take all the slop, we put it into a blender, it is pushed out into a bag. Again, you have no idea what's in there, but we promise nutrients, we promise vegetables, possibly fruit, possibly Chinese food and Mexican mixed together. You didn't think that you could like that, but with Slopbox, we guarantee it'll probably be okay. Use the promo code, the afternoons. Not only will you get 20% off, if you hack now, you get a free roll of wet wipes for your butt. You're going to need them with Slopbox. Slopbox is the only food delivery service that guarantees you cannot complain about the taste because we have no idea what you ate. Slopbox. Try slopbox.com today. Uh, we're about out of here, Josh. I'm so excited that they finally started uh, sponsoring the yeah, show because I we, love Slopbox. We've been talking to them for a while. Yeah. Uh, quick update, Josser-Size seems to be working for it, me. For me, too. I I've love been, it. I've been looking in the camera and seeing whew, my neck looks a little tighter, a little thinner. Mm -hmm. And I could tell. I could tell my my fat goes to my neck and right face away. first. Mm -hmm. My mom will even write me. I can tell you've lost some weight in your cheeks. Oh, nice. Thanks, Mom. Um, so Josser Size has been working links uh, on the Josh McCuga show uh, uh, bonus episodes. Yep. 
And uh, my my codes on the tease videos on the Knapsack uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So we're almost out of here. Any final thoughts, Josh? Anything on your mind? Um, uh, I know you're thinking about taking a vacation soon. Yeah, you know, I don't know. They're expensive, but they are. I want to I want to make my wife happy, and uh, sometimes it's tough vacations just are offered your way. Yeah, and you're like, that seems too not expensive to pass up. Mm, and the then, ultimate, and then before things. you know it, yeah. you spent all your money on a vacation, and it was oh, lovely. Yeah. But there goes your year. This, that's my year. You know what a good vacation is to me? What's that? Going to the Coral Cafe, uh-huh. keeping my phone out on the table. There you go. Just doing that. Uh, I I would li- like. It's been a weird week for me okay. uh, since since we last recorded. And uh, if you're out there listening, and uh, one of your friends is going through something, or a family member is going through something, give them a call. Okay. Just give them a call and say, "I'm thinking about you." Shoot them a text, say, "I'm thinking about right. you." Give him a hug if you see him in person, whatever, because uh, a little love goes a long way. Absolutely. Uh, that's important. Uh, a serious message in a silly show <laughs> here in the afternoons. You guys can follow us at Josh McCuga at Ken Napsock. We have the Instagram page that I never load anything up, but you can follow that. Uh, do us a favor. Spread the word of the show. You guys are doing so good. The T-shirts are available at tpublic.com slash user slash Ken Napsock, but it's afternoons shirts, and it goes to directly, literally, mm-hmm. keeping the show on the air that it does. with our hosting costs. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll open up my books and tell you how we use those funds. So uh, that was episode 20, Josh. Episode 20. We did pretty good. We've done work, Ken. That's the afternoons, a silly look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the afternoons.